All right, thanks for joining today. We're gonna to speak with Petra from Cornerstone Home Lending. Um, interest rates are obviously on the top of everyone's mind, buyers, sellers, agents, and the newspapers. Um, and so we want to kind of just cut to the chase on what type of tools and tricks that buyers can use uh, and sellers uh, when they're entering contracts or making offers to make their mortgage payments a little bit more palatable over a one, two, three year span. Thanks, Ashley. So my name is Petro Christopoulos. I'm a loan officer with Cornerstone Home Lending, Seattle native, local lender, been in the business for over 15 years and glad to be here. Awesome. Thank you. So I think, um, I guess the top of mind right now is like, what is going on in the market? Um, and I know there's been some news just recently, I think of a little bit of a rate drop. Um, why don't you tell us kind of what the state of interest rates are right now? So right now we have been hovering around 7% good or bad so slightly below or slightly over it's mm -hmm. been extremely volatile today we did see uh i would say a substantial rate drop we saw a rate drop about a quarter to three eighths of a point um we're going to explore some rate options today they are not in real time just full disclosure however um just as a baseline a way to educate everybody we're going to use these um illustrations but rates are volatile um but they are going to be around that seven percent mark give or give or take when did it cross over to the 7%? Was that right around August, September? Yeah, I would say yeah. around uh, beginning of October. Yep, beginning of October. Yeah. Um, and then the most recent hike, I guess it was like two weeks ago or last week that they had announced a little bit of a increase. Yeah, that's right. Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, last week. Yep. And could you just kind of explain a little bit, because a lot of people don't know, they hear that and instantly think that, oh, it's going to impact the interest rates. Uh, dramatically. Can you kind of explain the differences of, of what that meaning is and how it actually impacts the industry? Yeah, well, what we've seen over the years with, we've seen interest rates artificially driven down over the, the years, you know, just to keep the, 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 the economy healthy. And because of inflation, we all know that they have to artificially drive rates up. But what ends up happening in mortgages, we are indirectly impacted by the key rate. So the Fed's key rate might impact credit cards, student loans, everyday consumer products or lending options, and doesn't necessarily mean it's directly tied to mortgage. However, mortgage is following suit. So we're just following mortgage. Mortgage is right behind it, following the Fed's increases. Got it. Yep. I think, like I said, a lot of people just hear the headlines and automatically think it's going up X amount, but they don't really realize it could be, it follows behind, it trails, but it's not necessarily that amount, like the three quarter percent hike from, you know, last week, right? Correct. So... Good. All right. Well, do you want to kind of jump in? Um, I mean, the intent of this really is to show kind of buyers and, and agents really what what tools they have in their pockets and sellers too um, to kind of combat the uh, interest rates when they're in these transactions or looking to purchase or looking to sell. Um, so I know there's been a lot of developers and just sellers out there offering uh, closing costs as concessions for different buy down purposes. Um, and you see buyers and their offers asking for that of course, and then new developers are just offering it across the table um, so that it kind of gets is you know more attractive to the buyers that are out there. So do you want to kind of explain some of the different um, programs that you're you're using? Yeah, no, this is great. We are finding uh, sellers a little more generous right now and promoting uh, their listings. 
So right now in rising rate environment, we're looking at multiple solutions. One of them that's grown in popularity is this temporary buy down. So we've heard a lot about this or specifically a two one buy down. So what that is, essentially the sellers are offering enough of the concessions to temporarily purchase or prepay the interest on a 30 year fixed loan for the first two years. So we understand that this is not permanent. So there are two different versions of or multiple differences of a buy down, but the two main ones is a permanent buy down where you can permanently buy the interest rate down and it stays at that rate for 30 years. This temporary two one buy down is good for the first year, second year, and then third year goes back up to that baseline rate. So the baseline rate, these scenarios are based on a sales price of 925,000 with 20% down borrowing 740,000. The baseline 30 year fixed rate is 7% in these scenarios. However, year one, because you're prepaying the interest and the seller's doing this, <clears throat> year one, you, your interest rate is based on 5%, which then takes the payment down $950 for the first year. That's significant. Mm -hmm. well, year two, we have the we have the two, now we're down to the 1%. So 1% less 7% is six. So the payment is then less $486 per month. Mm -hmm. Year three, it goes back to the 7%, that baseline rate. And here are our payments for years one, two, and then three onward. So as you can see, you know, 950 plus 486, or not plus, but 950 and then 486 year two, these are significant. Mm -hmm. um, the idea behind this, Ashley, or the hope is in the future, when rates do drop, buyers are able to refinance. The coolest part about the per temporary buy-down is in the event the borrower decides to refinance before they utilize the two years, mm -hmm. they get a credit of the difference back. So let's say year one, it has passed. Year two, they refinance because rates drop. Whatever unused difference of that buy-down goes towards a principal reduction on their loan. Got it. So in theory, I guess if you add these up as far as the savings, it would be probably right around 18,000, 17 or 18,000. That sounds about right. Yeah. And so then what, so as far as the prepaids, let's say a seller is offering to compensate um, or participate in this um, and offer that at closing costs, how much are, would you be asking in this scenario of a seller? For standard closing costs? Yep. Um, I would say safely 2% of the sales price. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that's that's extremely safe. And that would yeah. cover closing costs and prepaids, the taxes and insurance. Got it. So on just doing the math for people out there. So on 925, it'd be about 18,500. Yep. And that's on the high side. So gotcha. we definitely have some added cushion in there. Nice. Great. Um, and then when you look at um, this versus the 2-1 versus just at buying down, um, can you kind of talk about that? I guess this would be more uh, a better solution for a buyer than doing a permanent buy down, correct? It depends. It's obviously it's case by case, right? Depends on what the appetite each buyer or borrower has. Yep. This temporary buy down has a much bigger impact mm -hmm. than a permanent buy down because it comes to a point on a permanent buy down where it might not actually make sense to pay so much to bring the rate down. It costs a lot of money up front for a permanent buy down as opposed to this temporary. And 
historically speaking, I mean, many buyers or borrowers aren't in their loans long enough to take advantage of a permanent buy down, or I should say a significant permanent buy down or enough to match a temporary buy down or get it to mm -hmm. that point. Yep. So right now in the space that we're in, you know, Fannie Mae released that article a couple months back, I think it was end of summer. And this is Fannie Mae's statement. They said that they anticipate on seeing rates between four and a half and 5% in 2023. Mm -hmm. um, you know, your guess is as good as mine, but this is a government secured agency that published it. So if that is the case, then, you know, we may all be refinancing sooner than we think. Yep. And that's what we've been kind of telling our buyers too. It's, um, well, uh, marry the house, date the rate, right? Correct. Um, and so I, I think it's more so about, you know, finding the right home. And then if the event, the rates go down, then you could go ahead and, and refinance at that point. And if not, then you're ahead of everyone that, you know, you have that gain that you're not paying, you're not paying a higher interest rate in 2023 or 2024. Absolutely. We have a, a product or not necessarily a product, but we're marketing a piece right now where if you refinance with us in the next five years, we will pay for your closing costs. There's disclosure associated with that, but if the audience yeah. wants to learn more, they can reach out to me. That's very cool. I like that. Yeah. Would you like to explore the three, two, one buy down? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. So similar to the two one, this option brings the interest rate down from 7% down to 4% year one. So you're less 3% year one, year two, 5%, year three, 6%. So huge difference on the three, two, one. Of course, this, per, this temporary buy-down costs more upfront because you have an additional year in here and it drives the interest rate down. But look at the difference in payment here, Ashley. It's huge. And so with this scenario, it's still, would this be more of like a 3%, 2%, 3%? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Another solution or option that it was something of the past that I don't know, it's probably up until 10 or 11 years ago since I've utilized it, but it has been um, coming up more often and buyers are asking about it. Uh, that would be a 40-year amortization loan. Mm -hmm. So we have our standard 30-year fix. This extends the, the amortization schedule, which then reduces the monthly payment. Mm -hmm. um, you're still paying the principal down, just not at the same level as a 30-year fix. The caveat to these programs, though, when you extend the AM schedule is it does require um, a lot higher credentials. So maybe higher FICO scores, a larger down payment, lower debt to income ratios. Um, it also you might be limited to an adjustable rate mortgage on a 10 year. So there are definitely some um, uh, tuning to these. It's probably mm -hmm. more geared to someone who's in, you know, has experience with them in the past, but there are multiple options out there. So we're not just limited to a standard 30 year fixed. Gotcha. Are you seeing any changes in the underwriting um, or have things relaxed in terms of requirements or are they getting more restrictive? Mm, no, I haven't seen anything directly here at Cornerstone. I have heard from my peers and at other firms that they're tightening up on loan to value. So um, they're requiring a little bit more as far as down payment goes, mm -hmm. um, higher credit scores, or one that I've actually, we rescued someone's file a couple of weeks ago. The lender they were working with did not recognize their restricted stock units as a form of income. So mm -hmm. a lot of our tech buyers receive 
uh, a base salary plus restricted stock units as a part of their income. And that's a huge part of the income. So if we're not recognizing that it's harder to qualify. Um, as we've seen some volatility in the stock market, a lot of other lenders may fear that, you know, this might be a higher risk to them, but we haven't seen any change on our side. We're still funding these loans. Got it. And there's still product out there for those who can only put, let's say, three or five percent down. Hundred percent. Yes. Great product. Great yeah. product. And I'd say a large, you know, a share of my clients right now are first-time home buyers. Mm -hmm. We love working with first-time home buyers, and a lot of them are utilizing the the three percent down. And it's not just FHA, everyone. This is a conventional product. So Fannie and Freddie have a 3% down product that's phenomenal. Um, and they have one specific for first-time home buyers where they get, um, they may be able to qualify for reduced mortgage insurance too. So this is something we should look at. Wow. That's great. Wonderful. Do you have any insights or general feelings on where we're going to be kind of going in 2023? Come on. Loaded question. I always hate it when I get that, but I know we don't have a crystal ball whatsoever. Yeah. Every day we just take it as it comes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we, we definitely are, we have a little more time to spend reading and investigating a lot of this, but um, I was with uh, chief economic officer a couple weeks ago and it was more uh, geared towards Seattle and our, our greater Seattle market and, you know, supply issues, you know, product is going to be a continued challenge. Mm -hmm. um, but what has also been driving our markets at the same time. So I'm, pretty bullish when it comes to Seattle or greater Seattle. This is one of the best places to live in the world. I've traveled quite a bit and Seattle is, a, it's one of the most attractive cities. So we're going to continue to see a lot of folks moving here. Uh, probably going to continue infilling Seattle. Um, a lot of folks, you know, hitting the, continue to hit the, the suburbs. And mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to change anytime soon, but the, you know, what might be or continue to be the underlying challenges supply and that's yep. going to continue to be the driver so it i don't want to say it looks promising but i believe first quarter of next year will look a lot different than it looks right now that's my guess yep yeah and i think everyone's kind of on the same same mindset and again things could go quickly the other way but i think we all kind of hope for the best and we do see all those things in seattle um, that are going for it. And, you know, there's things that are out of our control that we can't, but there's also ticks and, or tricks and tips that we can use to help um, elevate our buyers and our sellers to kind of make the, the best move that they can in that moment in time. So um, all this is great information. I think everyone should be kind of putting these, these different um, products into play um, and asking for, you know, closing costs and, and sellers should be definitely open to that. It's, yeah, I agree, Ashley. And I think it's a lot different talking about it than it is actually looking at these illustrations. Mm -hmm. That's been the big game changer. I challenged myself to connect with more folks like yourself. You mentioned earlier that I check in with you periodically, yeah. but until we actually look at the numbers visually and see the illustrations, it might not register with us. Yeah. Um, so it's like, well, I know about a buy now. Well, there are some misconceptions around it. It is not an arm. It is a 30 year fixed. You're yep. just prepaying the interest for the first few years. Yeah, very cool. Good. And I know that there's a lot of people that have been in the industry for a long time too, that when we started first started call, or talking about, you know, the two one or three one or even the 40 year, they're like, no way. Cause that, that, that was, what was used <laughs> like way back when. So now it's like getting back into it and be like, oh yeah, this is totally viable and, and yeah. something everyone should be looking at right now. So yeah, it is. Yeah, I agree.
Good. Well, thank you. This was meant to be just kind of a quick check-in and, and to get your perspective and your um, advice. And so thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. Yeah. Feeling is mutual. Thank you too. I'll chat with you again and, and anyone on this, reach out to me directly. If you need any more information, love to help. For sure. And we'll post your information too. So thank you so much Great. for all you do and appreciate your time. Likewise. Thank you, Ashley. All right. Take care.